a film that was released digitally last November, an Australian film made by Tony Mahoney. What a name. I'd love to be called that. Angus Sampson, um, who writes, directs, stars in it. Um, and Lee Wannell actually writes it as well, and he's another star of the film. And they said if, unless you get released in 500 cinemas in Australia, it's no point in going to the cinema because... Due to archaic uh, licensing, if you release it on one cinema screen in Australia, you're not allowed to release it in any other format for four months. So they decided just to release it digitally. And it's called The Mule. It's an excellent little comedy. Um, very. T- I often wonder, I think, um, as far as movies go, I think Australia has got one of the best to find movie cultures as far as representing Australia that there is. I mean, you can go back to, say, Picnic at Hanging Rock or Waking Fright, and there are these snapshots of time in Australia. But once you get sort of through to the late 70s and the 80s and all the way through to the present day, I think there's a certain kind of Australian culture that has been so well represented cinematically. Everything from, you know, the Underbelly series and Blue Murder and that whole sort of corrupt cops, sort of, you know, the cops got a massive moustache sitting on a desk drinking a whiskey smoking profusely at eight o'clock in the morning and i think there's this i actually saw a british film where they had some 1970s cops doing exactly that and it just struck me as australian it's such a such a thing i i uh, sort of identify with australian culture and particularly you know these the sort of um what's unlovingly called westy sort of culture where you, you see these animal kingdom movies uh, and um snowtown and, and scary stuff like that but that whole side of Australia is so beautifully put together. It's almost like a reportage of the last sort of 30 or 40 years of Australia on screen with great film after great film. This is set in 1983 and is loosely based on a true story, which they don't tell you what that true story is, so I don't know how loose. Uh, it's a, it starts Angus Sampson, who's the um, voted player of the year in his AFL footy club. But everyone mocks him because he comes across a bit like Lenny out of Mice and Men as a big dumb lummox uh, who's got no confidence, who never speaks, whose mum is still looking after him, who lives in a diabolical little hut um, out in some godforsaken place. Um, and that's his life. They, you know, Chicken Kiev. And it's like almost like the castle where they're all sitting around having their... D- it's like halfway between the castle and Animal Kingdom in some ways. Um, and he goes to Thailand with a footy team and he is coerced by his supposed best buddy who's Lee Wannell who is also a writer of the film as well um, to put a kilo of heroin inside his stomach in doggy bags and to go through customs and come back out the other side in Australia which he does and unfortunately once he gets to customs in Australia he loses his call um, and he tries to escape the airport without having picked up his bags, and this obviously triggers a lot of interest from the police. They know that he's guilty of sin. Um, he can refuse to have an x-ray, so they take him to a hotel, and they get him for six days, and uh, six or seven days, and basically they make sure that there is nowhere a poo can go in that room. Everything is blocked off, and he then engages in a monumental battle of wheels with the police that are holding him, they keep on taunting him occasionally beating him berating him trying to get all manner of things down his throat um he gets a legal representative um, and visits from people along the way 
And um, it's just this long-form battle of wills to stop this thing coming out of his body uh, and try and get to the distance uh, and actually get to freedom. Along the way, the people that actually own the heroine and the people of the big gangsters become involved, as does his best friend, and there's lots of outside machinations as to who's robbing who and who's set up who and how it all plays out. And the whole time, poor old Angus never leaves his bed (laughs) He goes through these horrible moments. Um, it's also got notorious scenes in it, really notorious, um, to do with um, yes, bodily functions. And I don't think many people will be able to stare at the screen while they're happening. It's pretty gross. It's as gross a thing as you're likely to see in a, in a relatively mainstream film. As a movie, um, I was surprised by it. I thought it was going to be funnier and less of a film instead it's more of a film and slightly less funny it's got a good tone throughout it it doesn't go for laughs out loud it goes more for that sort of gentle castle style humor but with a a lot more grit and a lot more sort of urban decay attached to it these aren't happy folk um i was really impressed with angus sampson not only does he write and direct but he plays a very difficult character. It's not an easy character. You really think he is dumb as they come at the start. And these gradual strands of self-reliance and heroism come throughout the movie. And I was surprised that it had the legs to get to the end. I actually felt like I was watching a full-blown, decently written movie um, rather than something that was sort of zany and funny and sort of petered out into nothing by the end. It it did get all the way to the end, uh, which I was really, really like watching it. Uh, and you can probably see it online as well, I would imagine. So I was just looking at the clock now. I realize I've been talking about it for ages. I should point out it's got a wonderful performance, and I wish he was in it more by Hugo Weaving as the uh, best 1970s policeman you've ever seen. He Not only does he talk improperly to female uh, lawyers and uh, drink copious amounts of whiskey, beat up suspects, everything that you need from a 1970s policeman including a magnificent moustache it's just it's almost a shame that he's so obvious a choice for this kind of role that it's you almost don't want to give him credit he could do it in his sleep but he's brilliant and i love every time he's on screen Uh, and there's some interesting uh, sort of deviations with um, police corruption and stuff along the way as well so it's nothing you probably haven't seen but it's an interesting story It's got moments that will make you put your hands over your face and wish you'd never been born. Um, And it's amusing throughout, good cast. uh, And and, and even though it's a a possibly dark uh, matter like Animal Kingdom, it maintains that jokey tone, sort of amiable comedy throughout. Um, I really enjoyed watching it. I'm going to give The Mule 8 out of 10. Uh, A small film, but a hugely entertaining one. And good work for Angus Sampson. There's a lot of talent in the Australian film industry now where actors are... uh, I've talked about Joel Egerton, how many films he's starred and and written and and been part of the production team or directing. Really, really well done. 